changer for mm-hmm. me of like having people to speak the truth into you when your mind's not always doing it. Welcome to the Unprofessional Opinion Podcast, where we share our life experiences and offer advice for tackling life's many questions. I'm Heather. And I'm Morgan. And we are, well, not professionals, as you already know. If you're new to us this season or you've been following along in the season one of Ships, we're diving into all the different types of questions either we've asked or we've been asked about relationships that we have in our lives, whether that be friendships. Uh, colleagueship, kinship, partnership, you name it, you get the you get the picture. Uh, last episode, we gave our unprofessional opinions on being friends with your ex. So if you did not catch that, definitely go back and listen to episode 10. Uh, but today we'll actually be ending the ships season one with relationships with yourself and why sometimes that can even be the hardest relationship to have. Yeah, I feel like... Um coming for me coming into this conversation this is one of the ones that was kind of most nervous to do just simply because of like the vulnerability that's required for it by nature oh, yeah. but mm-hmm. i think it it is so important to talk about because your relationship with yourself is fully the foundation of like what your other relationships are going to look like right I know this will be good, but I do feel like, I mean, the hope and the heart behind unprofessional opinion is to Mm -hmm. have these types of questions, answer these questions, talk about these topics to hopefully benefit that one person, you know, Mm -hmm. really help them know that maybe they're not alone in their thinking or their friends are not alone or really whatever it may be in that way that it's just a place to, to, to have these uncomfortable conversations, I guess, maybe embarrassing. So yeah, Mm -hmm. let's dive into it. Let's do it. Morgan, how is it the last episode of season one on ships? I don't know. I feel like I I feel I'm putting myself, I'm tongue tied. I'm, I'm at a loss. Um, I feel like we're sitting right back at the little coffee shop. Do you remember the day? It was yeah. the weekend we had decided we're doing it, and we were sitting in in that little outdoor porch area, and we're like, "So we're we're doing this. Like we're we're committing to doing this." Google and, how to start a podcast. Gosh, <laughs> seriously. Um, but it's so cool because it's been such a journey, and I feel like a lot of the journey too, like, has actually illuminated a lot for me around this question. Um, in a really important way. And I will say, I have to make a really important callback to episode one, when we were talking about ship facts and I gave inaccurate information. Okay. (gasps) I said the name of this boat in like the British fleet or whatever, the public named it. And I said, it was like Bodie McBoat boat. It's not the real name. And this is a legitimate ship. The name is Bodie McBoat face. And that is a, an actual name of a ship, like in the British fleet, that the public got to name, and that's what they chose. And I think that's fantastic. But I have to, had to fix that because the number of really just my family, they were all like, "Morgan, you got it wrong. You got to fix it. You got to tell no people way. what it is." So anyway, I had to do that Please before we nice dove into this. Had. Oh my gosh! Deep well, Boat McBoat sounded pretty cool. Boat McBoat face sure. sounds. 
cool as I mean, well, it, but it is better. I mean, that's it's as it should be. Facts you know? are better, right? Yeah, then, facts are way better. Yeah. We don't need this. We're we're living in a world of misinformation. We got to get the, get it right for love, people out there. Facts. I know. Um, but yeah, so this is the end of a weird, it just, it blows my mind that we have ended season one because we came from, yes, yeah, sitting in the coffee shop, not knowing how to start a podcast, just kind of doing our best to prepare for each episode trying and, our hardest. and trying to give accurate information about boat facts. Not everything is, it's not perfect. And that I yeah. think is the the best thing about the podcast is it's hopefully it's coming across as often. <laughs> Yeah. I hope so because at least that's our heart and that's what we we try to try to give to mm-hmm. um yes there's so much going on I think just in both of our lives too yeah. um and going into season two I know there's going to be a, a little bit of a shift there too and I wasn't sure if you mm-hmm. wanted to to touch on that as well before we dive yeah. into that. yeah and I think it's it'll probably come back up again honestly as we like talk through the question today because it's, it's kind of part of that and just like I think reflecting on what you need and where you're at. And so for me, like in this personal season of life, I'm juggling a lot of things. Um, And so my time is just not what I would hope it would be in order to be able to like contribute to the podcast in the way that it deserves to be. And that I think you have fully been able to do. And I'm just quick aside, just like so incredibly proud of you and every Like you you had this vision and you were so gracious and kind to like, let me come on this journey and you have just embraced it and gone full force and been so patient and understanding um, about my schedule and just all of that to say moving into season two because of commitments with work and grad school and commitments through grad school and stuff. um, I just won't be able to join every episode, but I'm really excited to still pop into episodes. And what I'm most excited for the listeners to experience is so many of the other incredible people that you're going to be bringing onto the podcast. That we've talked about. Heather has told me about them and y'all, I'm pumped for you. There's so many, one, there's so many great people who have lived and experienced really different things that are going to bring great perspective. And I mean, Heather is obviously able to get anyone to talk and open up and share. So I'm, I'm really excited for you and where it's going to go. I have them. So, you know, I'm, I'm bummed that I can't continue on the path with you in the same capacity. Um, but I think also to say like, find friends who are understanding and support you because throughout this entire time. And again, I'll talk about the anxiety I felt with it probably as we get into things, but Heather has been so understanding about every piece of my journey with this podcast, whether it's timing or my anxiety. And um, I'm just really grateful for you. I could not do it without you. I wouldn't even know where to start. So thank you for dedicating fine. the time that you have. I, you've got so much on your plate. I don't know how you've kept your head on straight, but you have. And even with our friendship, aside from the podcast, we've still uh, been able to, you've been able to prioritize that as well, which is just equally as important to me, if not more. Thank you. So, well, thank you. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, that honestly is a truly a good segue into today's yeah, I know. <laughs> which is um, the last ship, which mm-hmm. is, I guess, the relationship with yourself yeah, and how, you know, you can just beat yourself up and 
go into spirals and it's sometimes it's it, you you know don't feel worthy and it's just a whole host of things when it comes to your relationship with yourself and obviously i've just mentioned um bad things but there's good things as well yeah. um, but in this one i know this was specifically really important for you to talk about today mm-hmm. both of us talk about but it needed to be talked about is what i mean yeah. um so if I were to ask this question just on your initial thoughts, so why is it the hardest relationship? Why is the hardest relationship to have with yourself? What would, what would you say? I would say because you, you're so intimately aware of, or maybe not aware, but you're so intimately involved with yourself, right? Like you're hearing every thought that's going on inside of your head. And I think it's really easy to let those thoughts that are often like in, are intrusive and automatic and and not fully true to mm-hmm. believe that they're true. Um, and I don't know. I just think for me, it's always, it's always been really difficult. I think on the outside, you know, I think you look at people and you're like, Oh, they got it together. Not saying that someone looks at me and thinks that cause I don't, yeah, no. Um, but I think, I'm like, you never know, right? Like we're all looking at each other, thinking all these things. And we don't know. I think all what I'm trying to say is like, we don't know what's going on any in our heads. But I think for me, what was really important to me about wanting to record this episode is if I look at all of my relationships in my life, whether that be relationships with my parents, my brother, my friends, my colleagues, my romantic partners, whoever it is, a lot of times the relationship with myself is going to either be what helps that relationship or becomes like the stumbling blocks in it because it's something that I haven't addressed with myself or become aware of. And that's where it's kind of great, like where relationships can be so helpful because they help you see things about yourself that maybe you weren't aware of before, but it can also be really painful. And I think when I have taken the time to try to address my relationship with myself is when I've seen my other relationships get better when maybe they weren't in a place where I wanted them to be. So why it's so hard. I don't know if I have an answer for why it's so hard, but I can say in my experience, it is by far my hardest relationship. Yeah. I have, well, first off, thank you for being so open about that. This is a very honest, open conversation. I mean, it's probably going to like leave this conversation and be like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> what did I just say? But again, the hope is that it helps that one person to feel that they're not alone in their yeah. thought process. But And I could be one to say the exact same thing. I feel the same way. For some reason, sometimes my subconscious just thinks that we talked about this. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm annoying. My friends don't like me. It, you just, you can easily just spiral and kind of have to catch yourself. And so it, yeah, I don't know. I, if you're the hardest the hard, you're the hardest on yourself. Yeah. I mean, you could have a presentation and kill it. You could do an interview and kill it. And you're going to find that one thing you did wrong. And I, for me, I have those thoughts in the shower. That is Mm -hmm. where I think the deepest. I think about my reflection of the day and that, you know, wave I thought someone was making to me and I waved back and it was not to me. That's when I have those thoughts where, oh my gosh, that was beyond embarrassing, tight chest. You know, it's those feelings. And why am I putting so much emphasis on this five second interaction on my 24 hour day, 12 Mm -hmm. hour day, whatever? 
relax, Heather, literally take a chill pill. It is not that big of a deal. That person didn't even remember what you looked like. It is no one was there to see it. Maybe everyone was there. No one remembers. So why am I being so hard on myself to feel like I'm so annoying and I'm such a burden on Mm -hmm. somebody's life or whatever. And it's just really easy to, it's a slippery slope to get to a missed high five or a missed wave, whatever into negative self-talk, looking at yourself in the mirror, saying you're not worthy, saying you're you're this or you're that, which you're not. God made you how you're supposed to be and you're in the season of life that you should be in because he's placed you there on purpose for a reason. Okay, sorry, a little spiel. No, it's fine. Right um, Woo! Let's go. <laughs> um, but I think it's true. It's so easy just to just to let your mind wander into negative things. And it could even, negative could be, uh, you know, you think you're just so awesome and you get these narcissistic, if that's even a word, tendencies, and that could even be harming to yourself and others. But one point that you made, I think that was really important is you need to be uh, full and happy with yourself before, maybe not before, but in theory, this is kind of what you're saying, being happy with yourself and being content and being the better version of yourself impacts positively in the relationships that you have with friends, romantic partners, with your parents, things of that nature, correct? Right. Yeah. So, and I absolutely agree. I feel like you, whatever season of life that you're in, live it to the fullest. Feel happy. Find fulfillment. Change your perspective. It's so easy to say. Okay. Uh, talking to some practical ways to to strengthen, um, to strengthen that the the view of yourself. Uh, but you know, you don't need someone to complete you or to make you feel worthy or to make you then care about yourself more. You, you know, we can, when we'll, again, we'll talk about practical ways, at least from our opinions to, to, to get there and be positive with your, with your self thought. But um, yeah, I just think it's really important to work on yourself, do a lot of internal thinking and journaling and processing, maybe talking to professionals, friends, whatever it is to get to your best self physically, mentally, et cetera. Yeah. You said something that triggered a thought for me. So a book that I'm reading recently, um, part of it was talking about, yeah, thinking about it too from the perspective of is what I'm working through dealing with my negative emotion, self-talk, whatever it is, am I letting that seep into other areas of my life where I'm now like projecting that onto other people and now they're having those same thoughts about themselves Or, and I don't know, for me, I don't, I don't ever want to be, I think in my head, I'm like, I I don't want my friendships or my relationships with people to be a a place of burden. I want it. I I hope that there it's one where people feel, you know, joy and like a life giving, you know, because that's how I feel about my friendships with people. I'm just so grateful for them. Um, But I think sometimes it's easy to let the things that you're dealing with, with yourself seep into other relationships, especially sometimes the ones that you're the closest with, because you do feel that sense of safety, which I think there's something to be really said about that, how cool and special that is. But there's also an awareness that has, that's important to realize, oh man, am I, is what I'm going through right now a detriment to my relationship and is it hurting that other person when really they're not the target of that they're just getting the like the they're getting the tail end yeah yeah Yeah. and i feel like that is a good pulse check or a good Mm -hmm. kind of stopper for you if you are 
you have these emotions for yourself and, you know, you, yourself and I, me, myself and I are the ones that are in this conversation and that starts to be projected on somebody else. And it starts to change their opinion on themselves or creates insecurities for them. That should be a, a, a pause to say, okay, well now I, exactly to your point, I'm starting to impact somebody else's well-being or mental health or whatever. Let me pause and self-reflect and do some internal work on my end to the best of my ability. And awareness could be just the first start of that. I think it is. I think awareness is, for me, is what's like the first start of it. Like, I think for me, I, I always knew I had this like tenuous relationship with how I viewed myself and it's still something that I like very consciously and like actively have to be aware of and work on. Um, but when you're living in the darkness to it, you're, you're not like, you can't do anything about it until it's illuminated in some way, whether that's like you said, it's through someone trusted who is just like, Hey, I'm just thinking about you. Like, is everything good? Or just like a situation maybe happens that helps you see like, Oh man, like this is kind of, gotten to a place where I'm not so comfortable with it or mm-hmm. you see it for me, for what it feels like or for what it is. Um, and then you can start trying to address it. Not to say, at least in my experience, nothing addressed happens overnight. Like it takes a lot of time um, and continual practice, but I think an awareness and even just an awareness of what are you saying to yourself? Because your thoughts influence your your behaviors and your actions that influences your feelings. And then it's like this whole web of just back and forth of like how you feel affects your behaviors and that affects your thoughts. So just starting to be aware of trying to find those links for me was really helpful of, oh man, because I'm thinking this about myself, that's stopping me from putting myself in that situation. Or maybe I interacted with that person differently because of my own insecurity when actually that's not even what they're, you know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're like, it's just like, can be this endless like maze of like, I visualize these like underground so tunnels. This, this happened. Like, there's a headlight on and I'm like crawling through and like digging into other areas that don't need to be dug into. <laughs> yeah. You're like, why, how did I get down here? I don't even remember get there? getting into this cave. Yeah. But being aware, it can like, okay, that's a thought. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm just going to let it pass. Like, yeah. Okay. And I think it's okay to say that that's normal. A lot yeah. of, you and I have both talked about totally. we have those thoughts you have those anxieties and sometimes you can't even pinpoint why am I why am I anxious why why am I feeling these ways why have I woken up this morning and I just feel like I don't like myself uh I, I don't I mean it everybody's everybody's different but I think it's all on how you react to that is what's good people are going to have negative thoughts positive thoughts in their life but it's yeah, it's being able to be aware of it and then to shift the perspective or try to change your thought process, maybe change your physical surrounding, at least in the immediate, if that's needed. You know, I, I mean, sometimes for me, if I just feel like I'm really in my head, that means I probably need a nap or mm. I need to go on a walk. Being outside is really helpful for me. So helpful. I'm kind yeah. of into the practical ways, but it's helpful for me to just get fresh air because sometimes I feel like I just can't really breathe or I, I start to recognize how I'm breathing. And that's just, Mm. okay. You just breathe naturally, you know, just let's just relax, calm down. Uh, and I just start to just, you spiral in your head and just recognizing it again, this this is the, the first piece and then taking action to help yourself, which is, I'm kind of getting into the practical ways. So what are practical ways to strengthen the relationship with yourself? Maybe stop yourself from going down the rabbit hole 
you're in what did you call it a ditch or you're in oh my underground tunnels underground tunnel yeah <laughs> what do you, yeah, what do you think you're how do you avoid getting there well yeah what are some immediate or initial more so thoughts practical ways to help people or maybe what has helped you in the past yeah i'll speak about what's helped me in the past um so one the awareness was a big piece and i in all honesty for me it was one of those things where like there were probably like a solid two or three years where i was like yeah like i and i would say this to like people or um you know my best friends and i'd be like yeah i should probably talk to someone like i should probably go see it like you know to a, a therapist or a counselor um but I never did. Like I was aware, but I wasn't fully aware. I hadn't hit that point yet where I was like, this is necessary. And then when I, and even when I was like pretty far past, like where in my opinion, I felt like I probably should have sought professional opinions and help or whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I had a couple of situations where I noticed I'm pretty good on my own. Like I'm pretty, I'm a pretty like self-sufficient person and I can, I, I don't mind being alone. I can like chill by myself for a night type thing and, and not think much of it. But it got to a point where like that isolation just got really isol, like a little too much mm-hmm. of an isolation situation going on. Like to the point where like people would call me or text me and like, I just wouldn't respond. And like for days and or longer to the point where like, one of my best friends called me and she was like, are you good? Like, I just need to know you're good. Like Mm -hmm. just even just send me like an emoji back. So I know you're good. And hearing like the kind of like that kind of conversation with her. And and I'm, I I don't personally want to share more of that conversation. Um, but it was enough of me to, that was like one indication of like, okay, so like, this is, this is farther than it's normally than than I've really ever experienced it. And then there was another situation where, someone close to me was like, I just like, I want to be there for you. I don't know how to be there for you though. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying. And it was kind of like an indicator of like, I know you are. And I still am like, and I, and I know now I'm aware at this point, I'm mm-hmm. aware. And so that got to the point and I couldn't pinpoint what was going on fully. I didn't know exactly like why all of a sudden, like, again, like I've, I've kind of worked with this for a long time in my life, but like it had never gotten to that point before. And then after those kind of two conversations, it was the, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to like go talk to someone now. Um, and for me, like that was so wildly helpful. Um, and it's kind of been, so that was like the first practical thing of just like getting into someone who is a professional who like, this is their trained job to help work through that. Um, and I'm so grateful for who I had at that time. Um, and then from there, like I was able to get to a place where I'm like, okay, now I can take practical steps. Like now I also know my like kind of like trigger signs, like, okay, mm-hmm. oh, we're starting to get back. We don't want to get back there again. Yeah. <laughs> so now I know like, okay, like, like you said, let's go for a walk. Okay. We'll yeah. Go for a walk. Two, I'm going to like, now that I'm more aware, I, I've like built a practice of like, you know, Met, try like meditating more again not perfect that's why it's a practice you're trying your best but yeah. so now I'm able to more readily catch like those intrusive thoughts that are coming into my head and I can just try not to judge it but just like okay let it flow like you know that's not it, you don't have to like feed into the narrative and then like let it grow yeah. um continuing to have I think for me 
like very honest conversations with friends when it comes up. And then when I need to like get a refresh from someone who is a professional, I'm, I I do it much more quickly than I did before because I just don't want to get back into that place where I was not feeling good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, those are my practical, the journaling, the meditating, seeing a professional is the biggest and friendships that are supportive and walking. Boom. Love a walk. What Love would you say? Walk. I, what resonated with me the most, which I mean, even side note, you're in school for social work to eventually help people that had helped you through this. Mm-hmm. So I think that is really, really cool. And, a, and I can just tell the passion behind it. And I just know you're going to be so great in what you do and helping mentor people. I just wanted to say that. Um, but to that point, talking to someone is what registered registered with me the most in what you just said, because that's at least what has helped me. I went through, just side note, went through a weird spell of vertigo in the beginning of 2023. Yeah. And it was just, it was so strange. Apparently it's supposed to happen in women that are over 50. So I... <laughs> 20, I was just getting it out of the way. Yeah, I was just, I was getting it early, you know, I got the early bird special. Um, so strange. And then it turned into like an ear infection, all this stuff. So anyway, my, my vision, my head, it was just all this weird stuff that I, it, and vertigo help makes you feel like you're outside of your body. Like you're living somebody else's body. So that weird kind of side effect, and it was just prolonged for months. All of that made me aware of my thoughts more and give me, gave me anxiety, made me feel like I'm going to pass out because it would make me dizzy. And it was this whole journey learning about myself, which turned into trying to manage this anxiety that had been built from, I don't know, make, I think it was, I'd be out in places and maybe it's a little bit dizzy or I had gone to dinner with a friend. I remember it was literally like my eyes were like, it felt truly, I could not look at one solid object. It was moving. And it's just the thought of not being present or feeling like someone looks at me like I'm glazed over. I don't know. It was just this anxiety in my head that I had built up. And so I started to get kind of social anxiety if I would go out Mm -hmm. to see friends. And so I was trying to overexpose myself to it, go to dinners, push myself out there and just get used to, I I had a flight terror at one point with my, with my first job, I flew all the time. I was on this little, like little plane and it gave me flight terror. It was insane. And so I was constantly on more and more planes just naturally happened. And my flight terror went away because I was overexposed to it. So that's at least what I initially thought. Um, And I, it did help me to push myself out of my comfort zone, knowing that I was asking feedback from my friends and family and I seemed the same, but for some reason in my head, I felt like I was acting different or things were weird or I was going to pass out. And so I was just trying to move forward with my day to day and not have this impact me, which really it didn't. It just created this anxiety and I was trying to fix the anxiety. And I was actually traveling to Austin with one of my friends and we, I don't know how it got brought up, but then we started talking about anxiety got brought up for some reason. And, um, she had been seeing a therapist and I was like, I don't know if I maybe need to see someone. If I can't get this anxiety figured out, I'm definitely going to have to seek professional advice because I can't, I got to, you know, it's whatever I'm doing, it's maybe not working. And I just, the fact of opening up and talking about the anxiety, I had no idea one that she was going through this and that she was, I guess, kind of suffering alone or just more. So I, I, I wasn't aware to be able to help her. Yeah. And then two, it, we both shared that it helped each other just knowing that we're in the same boat. And so now that's kind of, uh, I guess you would call them kind of an accountability partner. 
every time I see her, we asked how each other's mental health is doing and how each other is doing just less of, Hey, how's it going? Then truly, how are you doing? And just because we've been able to, to share that point. So just opening up, it's hard and sometimes it's weird, but it was so therapeutic for me to do that. And a little God wink, we were actually in, Oh, we weren't going to Austin. We're going to Houston for a wedding and we're in the Uber ride going into the ceremony. And we just had had an anxious day. It was good to talk about the Uber driver had a, I love Uber conversations. You never know where it's going to take you. never know. It's great. Yeah. This guy was a little bit older, maybe 50s, 60s. He had had a daughter in his 30s, so close to our age. And he just started talking about her and about how she was anxious because she was in her 30s. Maybe she wasn't married. And it was just, she was, she was just getting all into her head. My friend and I are like looking at each other like, oh my gosh, I am feeling the exact same way. This is this is just crazy. And then the the driver goes, well, this, uh, you know, this is what I told my daughter. And I wrote it down too. He goes, every day is an opportunity to write a new script. Why not just write a happy one? And just that small perspective change was a light bulb. Mm -hmm. I was able to push away all of my anxieties that I had for the wedding of I'm acting weird. I'm feeling dizzy. I was on that medication at the time to help with the dizziness, but and then just to be present in the ceremony and be present in the moment of this happens once with my friends. So let's let's remember this and let's remember it as a good moment, not a bad moment. So at least the practical ways were to talk about it, to just be open and honest with those that you feel comfortable sharing that with. Um, and then, yeah, perspective was, was at least helpful for me in handling it on my own. I think in the past, gratitude's been really helpful too. And mm-hmm. just being thankful for what you do have. Totally. I did the five minute journal at one point, which is this really cute hardback journal I got from Amazon, but I really liked it. It was really easy. Each page you would just write what I think it was like three things you're grateful for, uh, three things you're hoping for. It was just very helpful to easily just jot down what you're thankful for and to start your day that way. Mm-hmm. And it just helps the day. Mornings can be tough for people. You wake up with anxious thoughts or whatever. So grounding yourself in what you do have versus what you don't have really helped me at the time. Um, And then the last thing I would say is just to stay close to people. I know you mentioned it's, you can easily just isolate yourself, but you, and yeah, and you shared with this too, when I'm further away from my people, uh, more so uh, not physically, but in just our talking, maybe yeah. I haven't talked to my friends in weeks, I feel very disconnected and I feel more lonely and I feel more anxious. And the closer I stay with them, it, it just helps me. You know, if I haven't called my mom in a week, I, it feels weird. I, I just feel better when I have my people close to me. And um, so, yeah, that's at least what I wanted, wanted to share on the practical ways though. I'm so glad you did. I, I really enjoyed hearing a lot of what you said. And I think the being able to have the on, honest conversations about it, it's it's so helpful in so many areas of even just, I think one for you in general of just being able to open up about it again with someone you trust and not, you know, I think be, you know, you know who you feel comfortable saying things to, but mm-hmm. I think about like in the podcast, I had so much anxiety when we started like posting stuff on social media and when we had to like started releasing episodes. It just, I mean, I, I knew I had an idea that it was going to maybe be difficult for me, but I did not anticipate the wave that was um, <laughs> on me. But personal stuff where 
Yeah. yeah. But also being able to have a very frank and honest conversation with you about it. And then the way that you received it, (laughs) like I'm I'm getting a little emotional um, because you just handled it with so much like grace and kindness of just like, I hear you, Morgs, I hear you. Like, it's okay. Like do what you need. Take care of yourself. Like find a friend like that, people. (laughs) Find a friend like that and be that friend. I think, I think if someone's coming to you with that level of vulnerability, like what a privilege and like what. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) It's true. Like what a beautiful thing to have this established relationship where they can come to you and feel like I can, I can just like be raw with you and I know you're still going to accept me and love me. And I think that gives someone such a peace of mind. And I'm lucky to say that all of my close friends I have that with, and that is the game changer for mm-hmm. me of like having people to speak the truth into you when your mind's not always doing it. Yeah. So I just want to share that too. Oh, Morgan. I wish I could like hug you in person. I know. I know. I'll see you soon. Okay. I know. Yeah. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Oh, oh my gosh. This feels like a, just a good, a good yeah. conversation to have. Arctic, you um, know? And I, 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 First off, thank you. You're of course. I love you so much. I'm so happy that that you're in my life. You brought so much joy, and I just love so much. Um, but yeah, it's I, having good community is just so so key to helping you have better thought life, or just having just there's uh, there's work that we all need to do on ourselves. That's just natural. Where none of us are perfect, but yeah. having good people just makes it a little bit easier. Um, I guess to do that sometimes. Yeah, it is. Um, wow. What a better, what a, what a great way to, to end our ship yeah. season. We're just sailing, sailing away. I think, I think like what I'm walking away with from this season and this conversation is be kind to yourself, be kind mm-hmm. to others and like, let the rest follow that. Couldn't agree. I love it. Couldn't agree more. I was <laughs> I like, oh to, no. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. <laughs> all right well we are so happy that you guys joined us today just to hang out with morgan and i if you enjoyed listening to our unprofessional opinions and you'd like to support the podcast please subscribe share with your friends uh, sharing your story dms anything like that all of that helps even leaving a review as well we are all about growth and we cannot wait to hear your thoughts Uh, To catch up on the latest information on the podcast, follow us on Instagram at unprofessionalopinion underscore. If you have any questions or you would like us to answer a question, maybe at a future show, please DM the Instagram. And thank you all so much. And we'll see you back here soon. Toodles. Toodles.